Hello, Magic Seekers! Welcome to the Awaken the Magic Within You podcast, a place to shake up, steer up, and unfold some magic. It's time we end pain and suffering. It's time we start a spiritual revolution against depression, anxiety, panic, PTSD, and live lives full of purpose and presence. With each episode, I'll be sharing powerful spiritual tools to support self-healing. I've made it my life mission to heal myself, learn, grow, and share it with others. I am your host and spiritual coach, Denisa Dragu. Hello, beautiful magic seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Awaken the Magic Within You podcast. Today's episode is going to be geared around winning the battle around emotional struggles, mostly when we are going through situations that we have no control over. And Funny thing is, life will throw at us challenges that most of the time we have no control over. But if we make a small distinction and we say life is throwing challenges for us rather than at us, we would realize that all these challenges are simply lessons. And as with every lesson in life, we would be able to go through it achieve it, learn something or not, and if not, it will come back to us and everything moves on, goes on. It doesn't stick around for too long. So if we look at everything in life, good or bad, no matter how our mind is labeling it, everything is in a continuous movement. It's ephemeral. This too shall pass. So no matter how difficult a moment may be when we are going through it, when we are in the midst of it, the turmoil, the pain, if we remember that these two shall pass, we will be pretty okay. We are literally one breath away from feeling better and better. So let's look at a few things that would clear up a little bit how our body, mind and spirit works. If we look at what is the brain, what is a brain? The brain is a muscle. It's the control panel of our organism here in this ecosystem, our body, to keep everything in order, our bones, our skin, our tissue and muscles and everything that is in our body in a complete symbiosis to work properly. Now, the mind... The mind is like a container, a container of information where we store what we learn, what will serve us, concepts, opinions, everything that we need to function in this ecosystem is usually stored in our mind. Our cellular memory is eons and eons of information that we have probably from more than seven generations down ancestors through our DNA coding. Now, if we look at the ego, the ego is like the spokesperson of the mind. It's this outdated self-defense mechanism that always loves to kick in as soon as something that our mind perceives as new or challenging or out of the ordinary kicks in. The only problem is that when the ego is allowed to take control of our actions and reactions, It puts us into a reactive mode. And if we go a little further and we look at our intuition, that gut feeling that is 
within us when we are presented with a new situation. That is our inner compass. The divine spark or the Holy Spirit, however you want to go about this, and is the proof of our divinity. And if we are to choose a spokesperson of this divine spark within us, that would be the observer, our conscience. Everybody has a conscience, but not everybody has an activated observer, witness, conscience within. Many times when crap hits the fan, we tend to shut down that voice that whispers, no, that's not okay. Don't do that. You are out of integrity. What's going on here? So I've made it my mission in life to heal myself, awaken the observer within me, and then share with others. Because what I found for myself is that when I'm being still, I receive the news that the brain perceives as bad, but I have a choice to breathe into the moment before moving into doing or any kind of action. And I realize that those few seconds of being still and being in the moment and breathing through whatever hardcore situation I am presented with, I can actually win that game and respond versus reacting. Becoming the witness, the observer of my life, and see my life as a movie developing in front of my eyes, but not getting attached to it. I can see the clips developing and assess it and enjoy it and feel all the emotions possible besides attachment. If I'm not attached to the moment, I can allow it to flow. There is no resistance. So when I resist nothing, there is no pain and suffering. Practicing being the observer, I realized that healing from childhood trauma was really a deep breathing exercise away. It was enough to land into my nervous system that no matter how heavy, no matter how yucky the memories could be, it's all in the past. I gained the awareness that it's all in the past. And I was simply holding onto an emotional imprint that it was safe now to release because in the present moment, I was safe and sound. So ultimately in my adult life, I also realized that overcoming insecurity and low self-esteem and depression and loneliness and worrying and stress and frustration and all these emotional struggles were simply fluctuations of life. And if I allow it to pass and to flow and not to be attached to any or feeling absorbed in it or by it, eventually they would pass. This too shall pass. You know, the Shaolin masters, they practice years and years to become the masters that they are. But the biggest lesson of all is mastering the emotional response to become more neutral. When we develop a practice, it doesn't mean that emotions no longer exist or affect us or we don't feel them. Even more, we are able to feel it in a non-attached way. We would be able to get out of the rabbit hole with ease and grace because at that point, 
through being the observer of any kind of situation in life, we've learned that we are not resisting the challenge, which is truly a lesson, as I just said previously, but moving with it, allow it to flow, and always remembering that this too shall pass. Every little thing in this life is ephemeral. Whether you are extremely happy or extremely sad, it's ephemeral. But a more balanced way of life, bringing ourselves to neutral, would avoid these outrageous bouts of sadness and also outrageous bouts of happiness that are putting our mind, body and spirit into an imbalanced way of being. When we heal ourselves, we are creating a ripple effect around us. So playing this manifestation game with life and the healing and all the goodness that comes from becoming an observer of our lives is also a full understanding that our intentions are affecting the collective. By becoming an observer of self, we also observe the oneness in every little thing and the beings around us being part of this matrix that we call life. By becoming an observer of ourselves first, we also realize the unity. And without unity, we live under this illusion of separation. When we heal and become better and better at observing ourselves, we realize that the universal language for it all is love and unity. We are pack animals. We are thriving as a pack. That's why when it's a matter of raising the consciousness for the collective, it's being felt everywhere and by everyone. That's why when we practice meditation in major groups, the ripple effects are being felt all around the globe and even beyond this galaxy. By creating a practice to bettering ourselves and really tapping deeper into who we truly are at our core, we are able to heal on a cellular level, we are able to observe and respond rather than absorb and react, and eventually we would start observing the unity and the oneness that keeps us together like a divine glue. I'm going to leave you today with a little exercise for you to start creating a practice It's so simple, it startles most of us when we realize that we were really literally a simple step away from being more conscious with ourselves and others. We are caught up in an overload of information and hyperspeed kind of movement into the collective right now. So in order to remember to be still for a little bit during the day, set an alarm on your phone for two, three times a day. Be still in the moment and take a deep breath. Become fully aware of whatever is your surroundings in that moment, whether you are in the office or around the corner on a street or wherever you are in that moment. Simply become aware of that and allow it. Use your senses to pretty much observe what is around you. But keep your eyes closed to engage your senses and go a little deeper 
with what is. And then, no matter what rises up in those moments of observance of self and others through the senses, simply allow it. Allow it and come back to your breath. Even if there are emotions rising up, allow it and come back to your breath. Now, of course, it would be better to do this exercise in some private spot because if there is an emotion or memory that rises up into your awareness, it would be nice to sit with it and transcend it, not allow it to go back down within you into your cellular memory and create another layer of conditioning. It's best to deal with our emotions and memories in the present moment as they rise up. If I sit here and I remember something that hurt me in the past, I would allow it to rise up, be fully immersed into my consciousness, my present awareness, and simply allow my mind's eye to go over the details that are coming up. At that point, I have a choice to release it and let it go, or to shove it back down and create another layer of pain and suffering. But most of the time, I would either allow it and let it go if it's easier this way, or I would write it down and burn it, or I would imagine a balloon and shove it into a balloon and release it out there into the ethers. But I would find a way to transcend that emotional imprint and not allow it to go back into my being. And I promise you, even with hardcore memories or emotions that rise up, if you transcend it each and every time that they rise up, it will come a time when it will come back to you again and you realize, oh my gosh, I can think about this without any emotions about it. And not because you became cold and mean, but simply because there is no longer an emotional imprint that brings on suffering. It just became what it was always meant to be, just a past tense memory that you have no attachment, no emotional attachment to it. And that's the secret. Becoming an observer allows us to simply observe our emotions process them, let it go, until they simply are. No more labels. They simply are. When there is no judgment and no label, there is no suffering. This is it for it today. I hope you all have an amazing rest of the day. And if no one told you, you are magical. Until next time, stay present, my friends. And this is it for today, Magic Seekers. Thank you so much for listening. You know, I'd be most grateful if you could rate this show and if you resonate with any of these, please hit the subscribe button. This would mean a lot to me. Also, if you feel inspired to work together, don't hesitate to contact me on Facebook or Instagram under the same name, Awaken the Magic Within You. There are several ways in which we can work together. That's it! That's a wrap! Until next time, have a magical day, so be it, so it is.